Well, Maureen Younger, here we are. Yes, Jen Bristol, we're back. We are back with another of our classic podcasts, Maureen, <laughs> that people... Can't get enough of. Cannot get enough of. And I mean, really don't but when we say quite people, understand it. We mean about four or five of you. Well, but. whatever. It doesn't matter. Don't focus on the detail, Maureen. Just like as a sweeping generalisation, we are, we've hit the big time. We're incredibly popular. We are incredibly Can popular. Can I just uh, mention I've got a cold, which is why I'm sounding like a Dalek at the moment. You sound like a cross between a, di- a Dalek. A Dalek? A Dalek and a bear, Maureen. <laughs> a, a grizzly bear. A grizzly bear. My so, favourite kind of grizzly bear. Uh, just, um, Got a cold. You got a cold. You the don't know well, Maureen. No, oh, cheers. Um. <laughs> it's these kind of compliments that keep our relationship afloat, aren't they? Oh, you look absolutely horrific, love. Why last, do I have to look at that? Last time I saw, uh, I saw Jen. She was moaning because I had food around my on my face. Do you remember? Well, look, we'd eaten we, somewhere. We do talk about this a lot, and uh, but I feel like it's fair to say that Maureen is uh, a bit of a messy eater. Is a messy eater. So. Where were we? I can't remember. Oh, was you had somewhere? chocolate on you. Did I have chocolate? On you had chocolate. Oh, we went to uh, we went to a calf. Uh, I had um Hunter's chicken thing. We oh, we went to a calf in Brighton. I took. More. I was like, every now and again, I'll I'll go right. We'll she go indulges to some, me. I'll indulge Maureen, and we'll go to some greasy spoon. I won't enjoy my meal, and Maureen will have the time of her life. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened at that time. I ordered a meal. It was grim. Maureen had a lot. I loved of, mine. Maureen loved hers. We walked out, and half of her dinner was in her face. <laughs> All I said was, as we were parting in Brighton and Maureen was going to walk up to the station, I just said to her, Maureen, you've got chocolate on your face. She went, I don't care. I can't see it. I said, OK, <laughs> fine. But just for me, would you wipe it off? And she said, oh, God, God, OK. I did wipe it off. You did wipe it off. And then I said, but you've got some on your chin as well. <laughs> on my neck. I and think. on your neck, sorry. And Maureen went, I don't care, and walked off. And that was that was how we parted. <laughs> Maureen went, see you next week. She went, OK, Bye. <laughs> And that's that is that sums up our relationship. Yeah, in a nutshell. In a really. nutshell, really, <laughs> is me telling Maureen that she's got various types of food on her, and Maureen I mean, ignored me. <laughs> I used to do that as a temp as well. What? Just walk you around know. with food on your face? Yeah, I just ignore like if they gave me stuff to do. If they asked me, I'd do it. But if they ordered me to do it, I just didn't do it. I mean, I wasn't ordering you. I just it was more <laughs> of a. I mean. But you know what? It, yeah. it was a part of my. It was part of the. It was all kind of connected to the earlier pep talk that we were having. Basically, we were having what well, every now and again I do my life coach Jen. Okay, yeah. life coach Jen comes out, and Maureen's face when life coach Jen comes out. You should see it. It's a picture. <laughs> it's a picture of a cross between sort of suppressed, um, not anger but frustration, and also boredom. Um, <laughs> All, but luckily, I had my feelings very well. squished into one little head. <laughs> and um, there I am doing doing life coach Jen. She's trying to give Maureen some tips and she's... ideas about what to do with her career and her life. And uh, Maureen's trying to stay awake. <laughs> and eat and a then, dinner. And eat a dinner, obviously, which is fair enough. You'd want to eat your dinner in peace without life coach Jen popping up. But that's when I chose to bring her out. And... Uh, the, the comments on the food on your face were connected to that. Oh, were they? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was just like about, you know, it's all about... this, this Special appearance. This business is all about what you look like <laughs> as well as as what you as well as your talent, as well as being able to make people laugh more. And I was trying to go, you have to see yourself as a package. You have to see yourself as something that people, people, people want to yeah. buy as a product. And Maureen was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically walked out <laughs> with half of a chicken and... Chicken hunter. Do you know what? I almost went on stage once. Luckily, I noticed I had... um. I had, I'd had um, what do you call it, um, stir fry. I've managed to get sauce on my leg. I don't even want to talk about this anymore, Maureen. 
because when people see brown sauce on your leg, they're not going to think it's soy sauce, Maureen, okay? They're going to think it's something else. They're going to think, that woman has really let herself go. <laughs> That's why you've got to stay on top of these things. <laughs> I, I travelled with it and it was, luckily I noticed just before I went on stage. Oh, God. How do you get soy sauce on I your leg? I don't know, but I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Oh, God. Well... <laughs> Anyway, so what else have you been up to, apart from giving me oh, life advice? Apart from, I thought you were going to say something else, apart from getting on my bloody nerves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I've just been doing lots of support for Romesh. But you've got a lot in your hands, you actually read a book. I've, well, I, 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 I bought Testaments by Margaret Atwood, and I thought, do you know what? Even though I'd watched the series of... of, of oh, did you watch it? Yeah. I, well, I've only watched the first series, and I and, I, and it... It stays very closely to the book. So, strictly speaking, I didn't really need to read the book. But I read it again. And I read it so quickly because it is so well written. It is probably... Like, it's a timeless piece of literature that could have been written now. And and it was written in the 80s. And it just sums up... There's a sort of vibe that I feel about the way we're headed as a society that that really strikes a chord in, in, in reading that book. And I, I, I kind of, like, inhaled it. It was oh. so well. Have you read it recently? I've never read it. Read it, honestly. It's absolutely fantastic. Anyway, I read that because I just read Kate Atkinson. She's a brilliant writer. I well. love Kate Atkinson. She's so good. Look, I read it in about three days. People can be really snobby about literature, but Kate Atkinson may be one of the best uh, fiction writers this oh, country it was has, has um, produced. Absolutely fantastic writing. Um, I lo- I've, lo- I've pretty much read everything she's ever written. I, I haven't read that much brilliant. of her, but what I have read, I thought was brilliant. Do. Do do. Have you read Life After Life? No. I'll bring it with. I'll bring it with um, next week, Maureen, and you can. I'll let. I'll let you have it. Ooh. You can just have it, Maureen. Sometimes you know certain books. Not. They just take up space, don't they? And I don't think I'm going to read. You're talking to the wrong person. My, I know. my flat is just full of books. I don't. I mean, I'm reading. I'm re- I've just read The Handmaid's Tale again, but there's very rarely that I'll read a book twice. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think I've got. I'd rather read something new. I just sometimes it's quite interesting when you go back and read a book, and then sometimes you still really like it, and sometimes you're like, I can't. Believe what that. the hell did I like that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true. Yeah. Well, you know. that was a book that I read back, and I think because I read it originally when I was 17. Oh wow. Reading it again as a woman in her forties, I was like, "This is amazing book." I don't know why I didn't win every single award going at the time, but yeah, anyway, but you know, that's not really a sign of anything. Is that's it? not a sign of anything. And let's be honest, it hasn't done too badly in terms of um, it hasn't affected the book sales. <laughs> it hasn't affected the book sales thirty years on. So let's not let's not dwell on that too much. I mean, you know, you look at awards. You know, like all the, the famous films that never got awarded, or the actors that never got awarded. It's, it's all a bit. I know. I'm always like that. I just think all of these awards and all these lists. I think they're absolute bollocks until I'm included in one, <laughs> and I think they are bang on the money. Absolutely bang on the money. <laughs> Top ten shows to see: Jen Brister. Yes, yes, that's a really good list. That sounds like a great list to me. <laughs> Didn't get nominated again for the award in Edinburgh. Well, it's all a load of rubbish, isn't it, Maureen? <laughs> all a load of rubbish. <laughs> Well, you took that a lot better than most some people. I mean, some people in Edinburgh just went. Oh well, I don't ever expect to win anything, so it's just part of um, part of my makeup. More, well, I think it's good to be consistent. It's, it's to consistently expect nothing, and 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 so, and so far it's worked consistently for you. get nothing, and that 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 is definitely working for me. <laughs> I'm always amazed when people will say out loud. You know, if you think something, you might even think I should have been on a list. I would never ever say that. I would just keep... You'd admit it to me, but you admit it to I would take it to the grave. Oh, obviously, I'd tell you more. I'd tell you for about four hours. 
Oh yeah, I remember and moan and moan and moan. There was a phone call when Jen was at a, a gig, and it was very important that somebody saw her there for to get a gig that she really wanted. It was for Live at the Apollo. Just yes. say it. And uh, she didn't think it had gone well. I did not think it had gone well. So I had a whole whole train journey for it once. Was only a an signal hour and ten never minutes. cut out. Normally it cuts out. <laughs> this time, oh no, the signal was working perfectly. An hour of ten minutes of Jen just going on about the fact. Oh, Typical comic things. There weren't really a laughing audience, which is great. So, oh, weren't really a laughing God. audience. Did they laugh? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, an hour and ten minutes of, well, I mean, anyway, she got it. <laughs> this morning, well, I don't expect to see me alive at the Apollo. <laughs> that's that. I can't believe it. My one chance and I've flown it. Well, that's the end of my career. I just have to be happy just <laughs> being on the road for the rest of my life. She wasn't over-dramatising at all. Uh, anyway, I did get it. <laughs> But uh, ironically, it didn't stop me uh, from being on the road. Anyway, <laughs> still doing exactly the same stuff I was doing before. <laughs> that's not strictly true. But, but that's it. With comics, you think, if I do this gig or I get into this um, venue, If this happens more in my career, it will be all off. different. Finally, finally, I will become a household name. And then it never happens. No, it doesn't happen. No, it never does. It's just, that's not how life works, though, is it? No, no. it's all little steps. It's tiny, minuscule steps. You, get, you take those little sort of gl- steps where you feel like you're moving forward glacially, and then what happens is if you're pulled backwards quite dramatically <laughs> at, at quite a speed and distance, and then glacially you move forward a little bit, and then pulled backwards. And that's and, and so on and so on, Maury. Yeah, there was a comic said to me, it's a bit like you knock on a door, and eventually you'll just fall through it. That's basically how your career moves forward. Yeah, you don't know. It's it's very it's very rare that people open the door with open arms and go, cup of tea and a biscuit. <laughs> well, they do in the movies. Oh, yeah, in the movies, that always happens. And that's why, you know, X Factor and stuff like that, it's just, it gives a false perception of... I mean, but I think we all know that because people that do X Factor, where the hell are they? And like yeah. five or ten years later, they're nowhere. You're better off slogging at whatever it is you want to do. Becoming bitter getting really, really, really good at it until no one can ignore you, then still being ignored, becoming incredibly bitter, angry, sad, depressed, develop some kind of compulsion <laughs> aside from what you do for a living. Maybe some sort of a addi- Maybe you've got an addictive personality, so you take on alcohol and drugs, and then wake up in a ditch or a skip, uh, wondering why you chose Next to do this in the first place. Yeah. I think that's, that's that should be the road that everyone takes. And I, and I, and I, and I stand by that. So Maureen, tell me, what are what have we got to look forward to from you? Um, I've been doing some more writing, I've been writing some more short stories. I'm encouraging Maureen to write a, a non-fiction memoir. Uh, I did about, write a little, I sent it I to I know, you. I thought it was good, but you, but um, I think we need to talk about the fact that if you're, you just need to write a book proposal. This isn't something we need to discuss here. Uh, okay. I mean, there, there are things that need to happen first. Okay, so okay. I've been writing a bit, uh, writing a lot more. Um... Yeah, I don't really... I don't Come really on, Maureen, give I us a little bit more than that. I've been doing a lot of travelling. Maureen isn't well, basically. Bless her. And Maureen is very... A lot, a lot of she's got a strong constitution, but Maureen is not well. And it's down to the fact that she's... You never stop moving. Uh, you know, that's why, I'm, that's why if you write a bit more, you yeah. move a lot I mean, less. This is the irony of being comics. So I gig, I think, every day last week. This is a comic you want to do, but when you're actually doing it, you're like... I could do with a day off. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm back gigging it. from Wednesday till... Tell me about it. This week, I'm in Southampton, not Southampton, Southend, uh, Oxford, make sure you the right one. Swansea and Reading. That's quite a lot. That's Does that sound fun to, to you? Yeah, I'm in Switzerland. That sounds more fun. Although I know who you're... <laughs> 
I know who the promoter is, so I know that that won't be fun either. <laughs> oh, my days. That will not be fun. So I'm in Switzerland at the end of the week. Yeah. When you have breakfast, just go, either go really early or don't go at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, you'll have to have it with him. <laughs> so he doesn't listen to this fun. podcast. Oh, God. Listen to this podcast? Maureen, are you joking? There isn't a single person in comedy apart from Rosie Jones that listens to these comedy. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Rosie. <laughs> She's the only person that listens. I don't know. We're, we're bemused as to why. So every now and again, I'll have a comedian go, you and Maureen still doing those podcasts? I'll say, yeah, yeah, we're still doing them. Are you oh. listening? And, and then they're like, um, I mean, do you, get, you must get lots of people listening by now. And I just sort of go, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, by the way, Outlander's coming back out. There's a new advert for Outlander. Season five. Oh, my February, God. February. Right. Jen, something for you to look forward something to. Something for everyone to look forward to um, is uh, we'll be Maureen and I uh, doing our Droughtlander podcast. Preferably in time with the show. Often not. Uh, <laughs> often we'll start after the show is finished. finished. You know, unlike most people that do a podcast that, that uh, aligns itself with a television show, so it's episode by episode. Hey, I'll tell you what's really good on at the moment. Oh, um, go on then. The World on Fire. What's that? On BBC, it's about um, Second World War in Poland. And oh, stuff. no, I can't watch any more war films. I'm it's done. really, really no, good. No, I can't. I just can't Anyway, it's really, really I'm good. I'm sure. But I just don't want to see anything more about the World War II. I feel, I feel like everything's been done now. We don't need to know anymore. Oh, OK. It's been done. I quite like the fact that, you know, they're showing it also from the Polish point of view. So I like that. Yeah, no, um, but I still don't no. want... No. No. I just don't want to watch you. any more war films. God. Dear God. I also discovered another Scottish uh, Gaelic soap. Take it, I can't um, interest you in that either, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see, Maureen. I think I'm back on the war film. Back onto that. <laughs> yep. I think I could happily... <laughs> Definitely do not want to. Do you know what? I woke up at half five this morning, before the bird, before Before the birds? Before the birds. And um, I actually did watch uh, a half an hour of Gaelic soap, which then sent me to sleep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, who wakes up in the morning and then goes, oh, better crack onto that Gaelic soap? <laughs> That's the first thing I want in my luggage. Hey, there was like a whole sentence which I understood. Two sentences. Two whole two sentences that you understood in half an hour. Yeah. Wow, that's you, that's definitely an improvement, Maureen. It feels like you're really moving forward with that. Hamidulich, hamidavisachtulich. Hamidulich, hamidavisachtulich. I'm sorry, I'm terribly sorry. I'm sorry, I'm terribly sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Right. So that's a little... Um, well, that's something also, you know, when we li- listen back at, to Droughtlander, although they're in the States now. So yes, they probably won't be speaking that much they Gaelic. They won't be speaking so much Gaelic. Um, I can't say, Maureen, that I'm desperately looking forward to it. Um, I can't say that I'm, like, chomping at the bit for Series 5. Have you ever been looking forward to Outlander? Um, no, but less so now more than ever. I feel like I feel like how many more series are there? Well, I think they've got they've agreed to six. There's about ten books, but they've only agreed to six. Right. Episodes. Okay. Good. So after this, we've only got one more series to do. Yeah. Unless yeah. they extend it. Unless they extend it. Dear but Lord. then I don't know if they. I don't know if they will. I don't think. I don't think there'll be an audience for it. You don't think? Is that too harsh? I don't know. I don't know. That's what happens with the other books. Because it's more, it's because it's. I think people are into more Claire and. I think people like Jamie. Yeah, I don't think they're it. even bothered about Claire, no, to be you're honest. Right. They're into, they're into I mean, Jamie. let's be honest. Who is watching this? Middle-aged, Middle-aged women. women. Who do they want to see? Jamie. Done. I mean, if Claire literally disappeared, people were like, is Jamie still in it? Yeah, okay, I'm on. 
There's no way that there's no way that um, what's the what's the name and what's his name are going to keep people's interest. Oh, I don't even remember anyone's names. Oh, Roger and, Roger and Roger and Bree Brianne. Yeah. No. 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 So, anyways, I don't know what happens because I've got the book, but obviously I don't read it until I get. I try and read it as the series happens. You're reading it as the series happens. Oh, so I don't know what's going to happen. Tuck into that. But last year I read the book in advance of the TV series, and it wasn't. Nah, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea because the TV series obviously just you know, doesn't stick to the book, and then you and then you get frustrated. Yeah, so it's yeah. better to just watch the TV series on its own. Right. Okay. So what else have you been watching? Uh, I have been watching something called Boys on Amazon Prime. Which I wouldn't have expected you to be watching. No, it's not what you think. Uh, and I would not recommend that for you. Uh, oh. It is a... Uh, is it violent? Yes. I think it's fair to say that it's quite graphic in the violence. Oh, no, that's end. Uh But I did thoroughly enjoy it. And, pos- you, and you saw Joker as well, the Joker. Oh, movie. my God, I saw the film The Joker and... I cannot recommend it. <laughs> it's not that it's, it's, look, it's not, there's just, a, it's not that, um, it's, uh, Wacken Phoenix is incredible in it. He's, it's, it's a, it's an absolute, it's an absolutely fantastic performance, but is the film enjoyable? No. It, or at least I didn't it's enjoy unrelenting. it. And also, it's unrelenting. It's very, 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 very slow. I think the last sort of 10 or 15 minutes is the bit that you're everyone's waiting for. And then when it happens, you're like, you know, you, you that was the bit, that's, that's the bit that everyone wants is the bit where he is the Joker, not the lead up to it. The lead oh. up to it was so slow and mercilessly cruel and um, depressing that by the time you got there, uh, I was kind of, I was sort of like, I'm out. I okay. need to get out of this cinema. Doesn't sound like my kind of movie. I want to go and see Judy. Oh, God, I really want to see Judy. That looks brilliant, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I love love a bit of Judy Garland. I love a bit of Judy Garland. And I love a little bit of Renee Zellweger. So put the two together and I'm on board. It's going to be perfect. I just watched um, Star is Born with Judy Garland recently in James Mason. Oh, James Mason. I love James Mason's voice. That's the best voice in In movie history, was it? Yeah. Such a great rich voice. Sure, sure, sure. That's actually quite good. That's not how he speaks, but it is a little bit similar. Sort of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. That should be great, that movie. Yeah. I, I, uh, uh, I mean, it's quite obviously you know that she. ODs, isn't she? Yeah, in yeah, London? Yeah. in London. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it is. I mean, it doesn't And actually, off. I saw it as a play with uh, Tracy Bennett, who used to be in Coronation Street, and she was fantastic in it. Oh, really? It's a really, really great play. So I think it's based on the play. The play is, uh, was fantastic. It was her, and there was a Scottish guy, I think it's like some Finley Mason or something, and he was brilliant as a kind of fat totem. It's got a great cast. It's got... Oh, I've now forgotten who it is in it. It's got a great cast. Has it, Jen? Who's in it? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, Michael Gambon. Oh, really? Uh, all right, it's gone. Okay, that's all I remember. We well, don't need to say Michael Gambon. Michael Gambon, that's all you need to say, don't you? I mean, there we are. That's yeah. done. Buy tickets. Uh, what else have you seen? Have you seen anything else? Um, I have seen quite a lot of crap on Netflix, which I'm not even going to talk about because it was so bad. I saw a film, Bird Box, recommended to me by Romish, actually. Oh, yeah. And had really good reviews. It, are you joking? It is the biggest pile of crap. I, suppose, uh, um, I like her. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I like yeah, Sandra no, I like Sandra Bullock, but that film is absolute dog shit. Oh, God, it was. It got really good reviews. No, it didn't, did yeah, it? Yeah, it, did. Well, it came it sh- out. No, terrible film. 
Terrible film. I've been watching Criminal, which is a Netflix thing, which is quite interesting. Oh, is that with, what's his name? David Ten- Tennant. Your favourite. I do like David Tennant. I do, do like, like a bit of David, David Tennant. Tennant. got a David Tennant doll at home. He's got a David Tennant doll. I was given it, I Don't didn't worry, buy it. It's not life-size, it's actually the size of a doll. I think there's a few people were like, please, Maureen, don't tell us any more about your David Tennant doll. Um, but yeah, um, and then I watched it, in, they've got a German version, so I'm starting to watch the German version. Definitely, why not? No, they're different stories. Oh, they're different stories. Okay, fine. Um, I will I will indulge in that. I, t- I tell you something that I saw <gasps> recently was um, unbelievable. With oh, yes. Tony Collette. I know, I think I'd, start, I'd get angry if I watched it. Why? Because it's about the woman who's raped and has a really hard time. Yeah, but don't worry. I mean, it all ends well it's meant to be brilliant but I, I think I'd be it's based on a true story I know which I think and the, the other woman that's in it with Tony Collette did we talk about this in the last podcast I think no. we might have I can't remember her name but she's in Nurse Jackie and a few things okay um, the Walking Dead and a few things. She's absolutely brilliant. She's one of my faves. But I can't remember her name. That's terrible, isn't it? And the other good news is I, somebody actually contacted me on website to tell me Ministry of Time is coming up. It's been they're doing a fourth uh, series. Oh, El Ministerio del the Tiempo. Temple, oh, right. Which I love. We're, well, we all know why, Maureen. <laughs> is that guy still in it? He's no, he's not. Name. But they, I think they might be bringing him back. Oh, they might bring him back or another short Spaniard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love a short Spanish man. Oh, so yeah, that's coming. That's coming out next year. Well, that's something to look forward to. More, oh, there's too much it. to look forward to. So we've got Droughtlander, we've got El Ministerio del Tiempo, <laughs> Gallic soap operas, more Gallic soap operas. I mean, what a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! Our podcast. This podcast will continue ad hoc, relentlessly, arbitrarily. You'll never know when it's coming out. Why should <laughs> you expect? Isn't it better that it's unexpected and that when it arrives exactly. in your in your little uh, iPod box or whatever it's called, I don't know what I'm talking about, you can go, oh, Jenna Moore in the back. <laughs> Just mysteriously. <laughs> I really like a little bit of mystery to our podcast. Yeah, exactly. So you never know when it's happening, but when it arrives, you all know, you'll, you won't even be sure if it's worth listening to. That's quite good, isn't it? <laughs> keep, keep them on the toes. Keep them, keep them. <laughs> like a relationship. <laughs> like one of those really dysfunctional relationships you should have ended years ago but somehow you've let drag on and on and on and on anyway that's our podcast wait you. and on that note we're gonna say goodbye bye 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 bye